Welcome to another episode of Accessible Airways. I'm your host, Adam Cairns. This program is dedicated to the education and exploration of disabled life. Giving voice to the life and experience of people with disabilities. We cover a wide array of issues and disabilities. We are people who discuss issues we are passionate about. And topics we are interested in. We show how disability is in the mind of the beholder. Here is a beginning of... Special Olympics, and a little story on Dr. Frank Hayden. Dr. Frank Hayden was born in Windsor, Ontario. He joined the faculty of the University of Western Ontario in 1964. He then became the director of the School of Physical Education at McMaster University in the 1960s. He researched fitness programs for disabled children. For two years, he helped produce and build a fitness program for children with disabilities and helped develop a legislation to accommodate persons with disabilities. His work was recognized by the Kennedy Foundation and together with the Chicago Park District organized the first Chicago Special Olympics. There were over a thousand participants from 26 states and Canada. The first Special Olympic Games in Canada were 1969 with 1,400 athletes coming from across Canada. In 2016, there were over 4.4 million athletes from over 170 countries participating in Special Olympics. Dr. Hayden served as a executive director of Special Olympics from 1968 to 1972. From 1988 to 1990, he founded and led the Office of European Affairs for Special Olympics International in Paris. He also acted as a Canadian Special Olympic consultant from 1994 to 2000. Dr. Hayden was recognized for his work by being named McLean's Magazine, magazine Honor Roll 12 under, uh, Outstanding Canadians in 1994, a special award from the Royal Bank in 1996, in 1997, and an award from, from Toronto Eaton Centre. Made an honorary and permanent member of the Canadian Olympic Association, various honorary degrees, and in 1999, named an officer of the Order of Canada, an athlete from the 2010 Olympic National Summer Games, was moved by a speech given by Dr. Hayden, where Hayden said himself was inspired by the Special Olympics athletes and their true love of the sports and each other. In 2016, he was inducted into the Canada's Sports Hall of Fame. Here's our first interview. 
Darby talking about his volunteer opportunity at the Canada Sports Hall of Fame and also talking about Dr. Frank Hayden. How long? Hi, my name is Darby Taylor and I volunteer at the Canada Sports Hall of Fame and I've been almost volunteering for six, for six years. My journey, it's been a fantastic journey ever since I, I first started he, here in 2013 to now. I've improved a lot. Like I've, I'm less n- nervous when I greet people. I'm more interactive and I also just love love working here and my mom how 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 me get this job and pays how with with the interview and 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 when I got the, the the job I was really happy yeah it means to me this job it means a lot to me and it makes me very happy I have accomplished lots like winning the White Hat Award last year and getting nominated this year and it was so much fun I didn't win this year but I got a semi-finalist that makes me happy I've achieved lots of confidence skills and learning how to uh, to do better in my field of work, which is which is customer service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next, I hope someday to get a paid job, maybe at the uh, at Tim Hortons or at the, the Saddle Dome. That's what I hope. But if not, that's okay with me, because I have lots of of other things. Yeah. That was Darby talking about his volunteer position at the Canada Sports Hall of Fame. I talked over the phone with Troy, who just won a championship for Canada with the heart of hearing and deaf team of basketball. He just was over the phone from Edmonton, and we discussed his experiences. Uh, Welcome to Accessible Airways, and welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much. No worries. Uh, first things first, could you explain the uh, deaf and hard of hearing basketball and what is it like being from different from basketball, like regular hearing basketball? How is it different from that? So, like, deaf and hard hearing, obviously, it's either you're, you have no hearing or you're like me who you're losing hearing or you have some sort of hearing impairment. So not a whole bunch of, from what it actually means. The The basketball part is actually no different. Uh, when I was down there in the States, we still played with the shot clock. We still played uh, the NCAA rule set, which is different from the FIBA set that Canada plays with. But it's pretty much the exact same thing. Fouls, there's a bunch of whistles. I know in some leagues they throw flags, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty, pretty similar. That is cool, actually. So, like, how similar is it, may I ask? Oh, it's basically the same game, except there's less communication mm-hmm. uh, vocally and more visually. Okay. A uh, lot of, I don't know how to explain it, but a lot of like visual cues, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And rely, relying a lot more on touch and feel too. So I mean, mm-hmm. if you get bumped somewhere, you just you might get pushed the other way. So there's a lot of hand checks and stuff. Ah. Okay. Okay. I got you. 
And how did your team get this far to get to the Canada Championships? So we actually won the uh, national, uh, the American Deaf Championships mm-hmm. in April there. So that was a huge thing. That was the first time in our program we've ever medaled or anything or won past the first round. So that was huge for us. Just in, to be also to be a part of that experience, I think, was pretty crazy for me. And right now, we're doing we're getting ready for the Pan Am, uh, the Pan Am Games in Montreal in 2020. To, if we uh, go top four, we have to go. We qualify for the uh, the I think 2022 is the when the Deaf Olympics are. So that's qualification here, and it's you know it's, a, it's, in, our, it's in Montreal, so it's in Canada. It'd be nice to bring a, a gold home. Oh, so cool! So it's in Montreal next year. That is sweet, actually. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, like, I tell, like, I've been telling some of the guys that are here, here in Edmonton and stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. like, it's realistically only six months away, time you get training, eating properly, starting to do a whole bunch of other stuff, it's only, like, six months away, which is not a, not very far at all. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you, with your, communicate with your teammates, like, things for passing the ball, or how do your coach community and motivate the team at halftime, does he or she uh, do sign language or something like that? Uh, so we actually had an interpreter. So I know, like, there's a couple guys like me who do have hearing loss or hard of hearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we do have an interpreter. So he's able to talk. He's able to sign. Our coach, Alejandro, he is he's fully functioning hearing and stuff. So he so we did a lot. He's actually French, too. So it was kind of funny that we had three English-speaking guys, a French guy, mm-hmm. and the rest of the team was fully deaf. Oh. So it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So we have interpreters. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently learning sign language and stuff, okay. but majority of it, a lot of facial expressions. But you can tell by guys that energy is where they're at, where they want to be, and you can kind of, you can kind of just like head nod and be like, yeah, okay, I know what you mean by visual cues. Again, is a huge and face. Like I've never studied people's faces more more now. than I'm like, wow, that person's either angry. I'm like, that person's kind of upset. You can just tell by their facial. And people are like, how do you recognize them? I'm like, oh, we yeah, have spent like a like you know weekends couple weekends out of the year training with guys who are fully deaf and i you know mm-hmm. barely know sign language so it's just like uh, okay a lot of phone a lot of visual stuff so it was it was interesting to say the least and i'm getting more comfortable within the deaf and hard hearing community with it so yeah so what does training look like for basketball like for yourself or your teammates uh right now uh i'm playing men's league here in edmonton just trying to get a couple runs in uh, starting i think tomorrow or next week i'm gonna start doing 6 a.m just jump shots feeling the ball Mm-hmm. And I'm actually just lifting weights, just doing more explosive stuff, and just starting to get the ball rolling, and I guess get more cardio in because I think this basketball is a running sport. I kind of forget that sometimes. So I'm like, oh, I can just lift and play basketball. It's like, no, you actually have to start running. Mm-hmm. So you pretty much train yourself, like for the cardio and then just how to feel from free throws from to the three pointers to the free throws and to the two pointers inside the key kind of thing, right? Yeah, so basically we're con- we don't really have much funding, um, so we can't afford to have like trainers and actual like actually like afford to have long training camps like some other programs. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the guys uh, comes out of their own pocket or like it comes out of their own uh, the the Death Sports Association of their province helps yeah. them out. Or it's just I'm lucky enough to have uh, like my friend Kobe who kind of helped me train me a little bit just through online stuff and gave me ideas for workouts. You know, I'm kind of blessed to have yeah. the circle that I have to eventually help me out. So mm-hmm. it's been really nice from my end. Mm-hmm. Some of the guys, you know, they don't have the connections or, you know, they're not lucky. At, you know, they're too young to make those kind of connections. So I'm really trying to push uh, for the uh, can- uh, can- uh, sorry for the Canada Deaf Championships to kind of bring out more companies. 
and a lot of my friends and stuff because it's here in Edmonton. It's uh, going to be just for the Canadian athletes uh, represent their provinces and stuff. So mm-hmm. just kind of show the world what we can do and and involve more people. That way we we have resources for these for me and other athletes and other sports too. Like, how do you get more people involved? Do you go in the community yourself, or do you do like social media kind of thing, or just the all of it, like basics kind of stuff? So, so the community is small. So we've been trying to. I know I've actually for the the Canada Death Championships here. We've been we printed out flyers and stuff. I put them a bunch around the gym. Um, yeah, social media is big. It's kind of hard because a lot of people have realized that they're either older. Mm-hmm. or they're like my age where they don't really identify as being hearing loss or anything because they think because you're deaf or hearing loss you have to know sign language to compete which is the complete opposite of of the truth uh-huh. because yeah so and it's also it's also very unwell known i guess mm-hmm. uh every day is and i know a lot of things is i was talking with somebody a couple months ago and they're like oh like so you're special like you're as part of the special olympics it's like no we actually mm-hmm. have our own association and yeah. everything else and our mm-hmm. own board yeah, we're like kind of. I don't want to sound mean, but we're kind of like completely on our own. Yeah, and we don't identify with the Special Olympics, which is it's kind of sad because they, <laughs> they get a lot of funding and we don't. So yeah, but it I is get what it. it is. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I get it. So yeah, I'm part of the Special Olympics, and I get where you're getting at because we uh, Special Olympics has that funding, and, and you're trying to get that funding for it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it would be nice to be a part of it, but at the same time, it's it's like it, we're on our own. So mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just i'm just trying to gather like people be like bring awareness to like hey like no like guys like we're deaf and hard of hearing like yeah. we're on this side like yeah. yeah join the dark side not really but i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah yeah basically come come join us <laughs> uh what kind of accommodations uh, are present for the teams and other teams like yours is there a special shot clock referee whistle or period buzzer like that what kind of happens at those times and do your other senses, like sight or other senses, uh, kind of enlighten during those games kind of thing? So I know last uh, last year or two years ago in Winnipeg that the uh, whistle, oh, the rest, instead of throwing and whistling, they mm-hmm. whistle and throw like a, like a, like flags like football mm-hmm. just to get the guys the attention. But we were, when we were in Indiana, yeah. uh, they actually didn't use anything. They actually just, they rest a normal basketball game. If plays got carried off, the rest would kind of just rush over, wave their arms, and, like, it kind of be, like, a, like almost an added, added like, 10 seconds on to, mm-hmm. like, like the stoppage of play. Okay. Just so guys would be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But, I mean, other than that, like, the rest were pretty good. Guys were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, for shot clock, it was pretty much, they just blow it down and just kind of treat everything as it was, which is kind of nice. It's, it's nice to see that we, like, there was no special treatment for any team or anybody so it was it was nice to see that oh that sounds awesome so you mentioned uh, like uh, they use like a flag in like cfl or in the nfl is it like orange or yellow kind of thing i believe it was i believe it was a red flag okay uh so i'm kind of excited because this year will be my first year competing in mm. like like I said for team alberta yeah so I'll be kind of it's gonna be interesting because I've never really seen that before. So I'm kind of excited to see how like how refing is gonna be done here and how versus seeing it in America. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. but like back to the census question, I found like my eyesight like lately. Like I play men's league with all the guys are hearing here, mm-hmm. and sometimes I would, like I'll just see the guys like I don't even know if they're looking at me. I'll just throw them the ball and be like, well, let's see if it gets there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like that. Okay. Yeah. And do yeah. you? 
play with uh, like any of hard of hearing and deaf teams or with hearing teams, like with other teams that have hearing kind of thing? So do you play with other teams or do you just play with your league kind of thing? Uh, uh, so I currently uh, play with men, uh, like an older men's league team here just to kind of stay in shape and uh, mm-hmm. Sunday mornings with basketball here. But all those guys are hearing. I brought out a couple of buddies who are you have one of the guys is deaf and the other one is uh, hard of hearing. And just kind of like show the guys like, hey, like these are my teammates. This is what we can do. And then starting, I think soon we're going to start practicing for the Canada Deaf Games for 2020. Just mm-hmm. just try to get things going here in Edmonton. So mm-hmm. it's going to be, I mean, I've been lucky enough to experience both. I wish more people did. But yeah. some kids, some guys choose not to. They choose to do their own thing, which I totally, totally understand. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, what, uh, what, what happened at the basketball championships and what happens there during that time? And were you nervous during that time? Yeah, because like I was talking with one of my buddies on the team. I was just like, man, like I just want to win the first game. That was all that was on my mind. It didn't, Mm -hmm. it didn't matter if we won, if we, I just wanted to win one game. That's all because you're in the United States. You're also in Indiana, like, you know, one of the basketball havens. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, like all I want to do is win it. I was totally nervous. Like I was, it was racing through my mind. Even after like, even on the first flight, it was like, hey, what happens? It was like, 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 is this what everyone's going to be like? All Canadians can't play basketball. (laughs) <laughs> and when when we won, uh, I remember talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I, I was like ready. I was I almost broke down crying on the phone. I was like, I was like, hey, we just won. Like, like we just won the like American championships of our division. Like I was yeah. like tearing up, and I was like, whoa, man! Like I just, I just, you know, I was a part of history, which is mm-hmm. freaking awesome. Like I can't. Mm-hmm. That's a feeling that no one can take away from you, and I want to experience it again. Yeah. So like. You kind of felt like Toronto Raptors almost. Yeah, before the Toronto Raptors, because we okay. won ours in April, so I say yeah. we did it before they did. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you're kind of like that. You feel great after you're like, oh, we won against the U.S., our big brother down south. Yeah, it was. It was kind of weird because it like it like when you win, you know, you're happy, and and then I witnessed what we realized. Uh, like like what I did was I was like, man, we just won the first championship in Canada Deaf Basketball history. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, whoa, like, this is, this is huge. Like, mm-hmm. my name's going to be, you know, part of history. And, like, yeah. I'll be able to, you know, I, I got some credit to my name now. So it was just like, mm-hmm. like, I think it was like a week after, like, I was still buzzing from it. And I was just like, still smiling, like, super, like, wow. Like, like man, I just, I did that. And I just, even now, like, just talking about it, I just, I get the feeling again where I'm like, all right, time to put that work in. Now, if you want it again. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. And like you were talking about uh, the great achievements, like in sports, doing the buzzer, beating the buzzer, like doing a three throw, a uh, throw or a three pointers, like do, or any tough appointment opponents that you had during those games. I got it. Like it definitely, I would say the semifinal against, I believe it was Chicago. They're a really good team. And I had like, they were, they were up at one point, like by like 12 points. I think we battled back and then, I remember like looking at the clock like six, like six or seven seconds like left to go, and realizing we're going to the finals. Mm-hmm. And my so the buzzer goes, and you you know we shake hands and stuff, and it really hasn't hit me yet. Not until like my dad came onto the court because my dad was there as like mm-hmm. one of our few only fans. And I remember like wrapping my arm around him and like trying not to cry again because I was like, oh man, like like I'm like I'm you know reliving my dream at the age of eighteen, you know, winning yeah. the championship. I've never won one. 
Mm. I was like, man, like this close, like, and you can see a lot of the guys who've been part of the program for a long time. And like, like you can see like some like the got younger guys, like, Oh, we're, we're doing this. Mm. Like my hard work's paying off. So it's been, it's been interesting. Mm-hmm. That is good. So your hard work is paying off. You beat your, the, the opponents that you had and all that stuff for sure. Yeah, even even now I'm like I'm realizing I'm doing I'm doing a lot more than like a majority of people are with work with my work, basketball, my family stuff and you know, some sometimes I think I overwhelm myself but at the same time like it's for a good cause and I know where I wanna be at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. I mean, this is sacrifices have to be made to get that to be done and I'm learning that now. And what would your words of encouragement to be someone is hard of hearing or deaf wanted you to compete in this sport? Was like what is your encouragements that you, you want to hear hear for the listeners? Just get out there. You know? I guess like, yeah, just get out there, contact the right people, face. You know, we have Google now, which is awesome because quick. You know, deaf and hard hearing. If you want to look in your provincial, they'd be more than happy to like take you on. I know I was a little bit nervous walking into the gym with a whole bunch of people that have never seen me before, and mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of a closed community. So I had to got to prove myself a little bit and. So I was, you know, I've been lucky that they're picking me in, you know, so like lovingly and stuff. And yeah. I got, to, I got some really good buddies. I can, you know, I can text back and forth. And like anyone who wants to compete, just you know, if you have hearing loss or you're deaf, you know, get after it. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, did you, did you try any other sports before basketball? And what brought you to the deaf and hard of hearing basketball? Uh, so like my mom signed me up for it as most kids do. Uh, hockey was a little too expensive gotcha. for my parents. So then I also played football in high school, which I only played like one season. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, what's happening? That basketball for some reason stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get, I don't know. I don't know if it's in my blood because my mom and my dad aren't basketball players either. So, but I seem to be pretty good at it. So <laughs> might as well keep going with it. Right. Yeah. Why not? Right. So wow. the one thing that, brought me to the FNR hearing is I was on a family road trip. Mm-hmm. I was actually going to help coach with me having hearing loss and stuff. I was going to coach the desk, the desk team. I didn't know if they had one here in Edmonton. So I just put my name out there yep. and then at the, the Alberta deaf school here. Mm-hmm. And I like, they said, Hey, do you have hearing loss? And I was like, yeah, I do. They're like, Hey, we have a King Canada tryout. I was like, I don't know. Like, like again, being like, you know, like not wanting to be really part of the community, but like, I don't identify as being deaf or hard of hearing. I just have hearing loss, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm, Little mm-hmm. do I know my hearing loss is like pretty severe yeah. or pretty good. Sorry. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I got in contact with the coach and everything and like emailed them, like my hearing results and stuff. So that's how I got involved. It was just kind of a snowball effect. One thing led to another. And then, yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, was there any specific athlete that you inspired you to join the basketball? Like, could be in the NBA or non-NBA kind of stuff? Uh, so, like, growing up, like, again, like, I didn't know much about basketball mm-hmm. growing up. Because, A, I grew up, you know, in the early 2000s. So, yeah. I played, my first first time I actually laced him up and played, I think, was 2002. So, like, LeBron James was just being, I didn't know who he was. It wasn't until I was older like yeah. 15, 17 started looking up to guys mm-hmm. but right now like i look to guys like who are going to motivate me so like a guy named franklin sessions is just a, like part of the drew league it's a big summer league guy mm-hmm. uh he's constantly pushing himself and then also like i got i'm lucky enough to know a couple guys here you know, my one uh, my one friend named omid he's just mm-hmm. he's just a hard worker he's just he's out working everybody whether if it's job or basketball he's always like 
every time I meet with him, I feel motivated. Mm. And then uh, another guy locally here in Edmonton, his name's Karam. Uh, he's always working out, man. I'm like, man, like, because like, like I got lucky enough to do some stuff with him. Mm. So I'm like, man, like, like I don't like I don't really say to a lot of young guys like, yeah. look up to like pros, like find some people in your circle who you're gonna look up to because they're gonna push you the most. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, how many teams are there nationally or in the province or in the city? And are they hard to find Do other teams to play with? Uh, yes, yes and no, because the deaf community is so small. Mm-hmm. And I, I think BC has the only deaf, the deaf, uh, girls team yeah. in all of the provinces. So, I mean, it'd be nice to see more, more, you know, more females playing basketball within the deaf community, but I also understand it's a small community too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. I think uh, this province is this year for the Canada Death Games. Quebec will have a team. Ontario will have a team. Yeah. Uh, I think Winnipeg will. Okay. And Alberta, we will. And BC. And I think a lot of like a lot of the other guys who only have one or two guys, they get their own interprovincial squads. Okay, yeah. So I'm hoping this year, because it's in Edmonton, we can actually have a big showing. You know, I want to show like my friends and my family. Mm-hmm. And also other people that kind of, you know, they're going to, you know, hopefully sponsor and put their money out there. Yeah. Uh, just to watch and like say, hey, like, you know, I want to be part of this more and more. How could the listeners uh, get uh, in contact with the Alberta or the other provinces with the Heart of Dev hearing basketball? Would you explain how uh, that works? Uh, best way is just to get through, uh, sorry, best way to do is probably go through a Google search, just search mm-hmm. Alberta Deaf Sport. Okay. And it'll come up. And you just hit like the email info on sports and bring it probably right to the email page. Okay. Uh, just remember that some people that work there are deaf, so they're not going to pick up their phones. That's fine. So, yeah. So just remember to email all them. I mm-hmm. uh, also, you can, if you want to follow me on Instagram or not follow me, you can find me on Instagram. That's just buckets with Troy, all one word. Okay. I'll definitely point you to the right people. Cause I want more people to compete and I want, I, want, I really want to blow up this Canada deaf games mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. And, you're saying uh, for uh, Montreal, we're in Montreal. Is it next year? Uh, I do not know where it's being held in Montreal. Okay. Uh, so that's one thing I cannot, like, I wish we had that information. And maybe they do now on their Canada Deaf, uh, Canada Deaf Sports website. Mm-hmm. So, but it's in April though. So, that, I mean, I got that much <laughs> for you. No, that, that's fine. I was just wondering, it's like, if, where is it in, uh, in Montreal? That's all I was wondering. Uh, me too. That's a good question. I really hope it's at a really nice gym, and you know, hopefully there's some good food too. Because I was there for a training <laughs> camp last year, and I was like, man, man, these, this food's delicious. So hopefully that's that's in the the future. Uh, that's a good thing. And uh, last question, Troy. Uh, did we miss anything important about the deaf and hard of hearing basketball? And did you want anything to add about it that we missed? Not, not really, man. I just wanted to say, like, don't let you, don't let your disability or your label stop you from your passions. I know that stopped me from mine. Okay. And if if anyone like out there is listening to this and mm-hmm. you want to even just talk with me again, just basically hit me up through my Instagram with bucket buckets with Troy, and I'll definitely chit chat with you. I'll put you in the right directions, and like, not even basketball for hockey too. Yeah, we have a really good hockey program. I uh, believe volleyball too, swimming. I mean, the guys, yeah, the team, uh, a couple athletes just competed in the uh, summer games Yeah, for swimming. So there's a lot of stuff out there. So mm. if you want to give it a go, you know, feel free. There's a lot of resources out there, too. Awesome. 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 Uh, so thank you, Troy, for joining me on the show. Uh, Accessible Airways here. Yeah, no problem, man. Anytime. That was Troy. 
from the heart of hearing and deaf basketball team for Canada. Thank you, Troy and Darby, for those interviews. You have been listening to Accessible Airways on CJSW 90.9 FM. I hope you tune in for next month's episode.